0: So the meeting is going to start with, uh, I hope hope very much that you have all read this. I know it's quite a a meaty document, uh, but the accounts, uh, by law, the accounts isn't just about numbers. It's about the whole working of our life as a church. And there's loads of really great reports, especially pages three to five, which I wrote. But it's really trying to sum up, where have we been as a year? What have been the highlights? What have been exciting or challenges? Uh, But there's lots of uh, reports from different staff and different areas of our church ministry. If you haven't read it yet, be at peace. But I encourage you to read it, because then you'll know uh, all the things going on. Um, I'd particularly like to begin then with the elections and... um, We've got our two church wardens. You probably do know them, but could I ask both Tom at the back and Chris at the front? Surprisingly enough, we haven't had more nominations. We are so grateful for your ministry. And, um, I mean, is it your will they should be elected? Yes. Yeah, it is. Can we say thank you to them for their service of the people of God here? Thank you so much. We also have deanery synod. For those who aren't familiar, really, with the way the Church of England does things, so there's a sort of... It's not just me or me and the wardens. We have a sort of a government system, uh, synods and councils. So the PCC is the parochial church council, the sort of governing body of each church. But then we feed into a deanery. So we've got seven parishes in Salisbury, and each of us elect people who represent us, and when decisions are made about churches across Salisbury, those three people represent us. And then some are on diocesan synod, so for the whole diocese of Salisbury, and there are 42 dioceses in the Church of England, and they create general synod, and those representatives make uh, big decisions affecting all of our lives. So we've got three members of... uh, diocesan synod uh, standing and that's uh, danny malone sally reed and jean filtness could the three of them just stand up please oh danny's yeah. just gone out she's not done a runner just because of this <laughs> is it your will that they should be elected yes. <laughs> thank you very much indeed and oh danny thank you um, and these people who are elected—if you've got a concern or an excitement that you think God might want to do something—then speak to the church wardens or the PCC or your deanery synod reps. So you can always speak to me. I prefer not 3 a.m., but these are people who are here to serve you. They're willing to serve, so do speak to them. And we've got four vacancies for our PCC, our parochial church council. If you'd stand when I call your name, that would be brilliant. So we've got Pete Coggin, Lennox at the back with a recent haircut. Well, Fantastic. Um, Becca Inglis. Thank you, sorry. Um, Sarah McNichol can't be here, but has, I promise you, she has stood. And then Sherwin, I think I've seen. Thank you there. So four people for four places. Is it your will they should serve? Thank you so much. Now, you've all had a chance to read these uh, and the the minutes. Are there any corrections of the minutes? Or any? I hope not. Any matters arising not otherwise covered? Hallelujah. This is all good, then. So we're cracking on. So there's the minutes. I'm now going to hand over to Mark. Um, There are some people who work very hard all week, but you probably don't see them doing their work. And uh, Sally, who's involved in doing payroll, and NI and uh, banking of money, along with Colin, but also then our treasurer is Mark, and there's just an awful lot to oversee. And we're so grateful, Mark. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Jean. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, hopefully, you've um, you've read through the uh, the accounts and you know them off by heart, which is uh, which is wonderful if you have. Uh, I don't intend to go through in, in huge detail this morning because um, we'd be here until after lunch. But uh, I'm going to just take you through a simplified um, sort of snapshot of the uh, of the accounts for 2022. Thank you. Amazing. Right, so this is the um, simplified statement of financial affairs. Um, so there is a prize for the person who spotted the deliberate mistake in these numbers. It's a typo error. Uh, if you look down, the um, restricted net income should be 16063, not 603. So I do apologize for that. I realized that this morning just before I came out to, uh, to church, so it was a bit too late to change it. But basically, on the, um, the unrestricted funds, which are things like the general funds, um, the, the, that, that sort of thing, uh, our income was two five three nine nine six expenditure two five three five five eight so we broke even effectively four hundred and thirty eight net income the restricted which are the which is primarily the roof repair fund and also the discretionary fund um, we actually had quite a lot of specific giving for that in the year and very little expenditure so that was uh, increase thereby of 16.063 which meant for the year overall it was just over 16 and a half thousand pounds to the good. The transfers in and out that's simply a, a, just an internal transfer 200 pounds which is from the general fund to the, um, the discretionary hardship fund. Um, so at the end of the day it means that our funds have have increased from 44,921, these are the net funds, the total funds of the church, to just over 61, 61 61,422. So the key numbers, the parish share that we paid in the year was 78,833, up sort of three and a half thousand or so from the year before. Um, I've just put there, just for your, your note, the, this year, our parish share is 81,198. Staffing costs, 92,822. Uh, we increased our mission giving um, during the year from the previous year, so just under 19,000. That's the sort of gifts that we give to other missions um, sort of such as MAF and, and other, other sort of charitable organisations, missions both at home and overseas. Regular monthly giving was up slightly, not a huge increase. We did have quite a lot of one-off gifts, generous one-off gifts in the year, which were um, which were wonderful. Uh, and gift aid received, uh, obviously some of those uh, one-off gifts were um, were gift aidable, which is why the gift aid... Increases greater than the um, the monthly giving increase. Just to fill you in on where we are with the um, with the roof project, um, so at the start, as we as we commenced the work on the roof, we had a fifty thousand pound loan from the diocese, uh, and we had congregational loans of fifty two thousand pounds. Amazingly generous, the people. You, you know, we had we had huge giving as well but actually the, the, the interest free loans from members of the congregation. We couldn't have done the, uh, the roof without you. At the beginning of last year, so the end of 21, we hadn't paid any of the diocesan loan off, so there was just interest accruing on that. Interest was at um, half a percent above base and base was virtually zero. So that actually was, um, was very helpful. So it meant that, that the interest uh, over sort of um, two years was only just over £1,000. We'd paid off most of the congregational loans at the start of last year. But then during the year, we commenced our um, repayment to the diocese. So we paid that down. Um, jolly glad we've started to do that because obviously interest rates have started to increase. And we've also paid off now all the congregational loans. So at the end of 2022, all of the £52,000 has been repaid to the the generous uh, people who who lent us the money. And we're on target to repay the loan to the diocese by the end of next year. That was the agreement, so five years from the uh, the commencement of the, uh, the roof project, and we're on track to do that. And finally, uh, just the um, position of the, um, the different funds that we have. Um, and I've simplified, I mentioned um, at the last APCM, for those of you who are here, that I was intending to simplify the, uh, the treatment of some of the funds, particularly the, um, the Vicarage Repair Fund. John said he didn't want his Vicarage repaired anymore, so that was uh, easy. Um, and the Staffing Fund. So we're in the position where, where we had a Staffing Fund which was, we were sort of not getting as much in as we were paying out each month, so that was just continuing to, to go further and further into the red, uh, It did, didn't seem to make a lot of sense, and the independent examiners were a little bit um, sort of unhappy about having such a big amount there. So I basically consolidated both of those into the general fund, which is why the general fund now has come down from 76,000 to six, just over 6,000, but of course we haven't got the the, the, uh, the, the big negative balance on the staffing fund. All the other funds there are are fairly self-explanatory. The only one I would just mention is um, is Hope Church. Um, So obviously with with Hope, that's that's uh, obviously a church plant and the costs there, we haven't been uh, accruing the actual giving and some of the income going to Hope Church. That's just been going into our general fund. But from this year on, we're actually accounting for Hope Church giving. So members who are Hope Church and who give regularly, that is now going into the Hope Church fund rather than just going into the general fund. So going forward, that will mean that it will give us a much better indication and more importantly, give Hope Church members a much better indication of the costs and the, uh, the, the, the giving related to, to that particular church. So, hopefully, that was about six minutes, Jean. Um, have you got anybody got any questions that you'd like to ask me? He
0: says with trepidation. Can we say that? I mean, you've put that so succinctly, so clearly. If you do have a question, of course you can ask. You don't have to save up, of course, questions for now. But again, thank you so much, Mark. We're really, really grateful. So, yeah.
1: So, so the other, the sort of second um, role for me this morning is really just to uh, ask or propose that we use um, More South as our independent examiners for the current year. So they've, I don't know how long they've been our, our examiners, but um, certainly since I've been um, treasurer, they've, they've, they've been examining our accounts. I think they do a really, really good job, very helpful to me, and, um, and sort of positive, positive. Uh, and I'd like to propose that we use them for the 2023 financial year, if you're happy with that
0: all in favour? Any against? One hand, oh no, it's still, that's (laughs) unanimous. (laughs) Thank Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks Mark. Uh, I'm going to invite Chris to represent uh, both the church wardens to do a short report on sort of fabric, terriers, logs and inventories and exciting bits like that. Thank you.
2: Um, yes so chris and tom and i are the two church wardens um if you don't know what church wardens do and i'm guessing that thanks a few of you in the church please come and come and talk to one of us afterwards or at some stage during the year um, we're only elected for 12 months at a time so our jobs are the most vulnerable in the church you can get rid of us this time next year without any uh, wasted time uh, but what we do uh, come and talk to us we represent you quite a lot of the time through the system, and we actually have a direct line of communication to the bishop, would you believe, if ever we need it. So please come and chat to us and find out what we actually do. Uh, Responsibilities, I actually have to present to you the terrier and inventory. I've done this previously and end up reading up all sorts of stuff about PA systems and guitars I don't really understand anything about. Suffice to say this year, everything important is in place. And I'm going to thank Jane, because Jane has done all the counting and mustering of hymn books, Bibles, chairs, and all the bits and pieces, and nothing has gone missing of any importance. So thank you to Jane. (laughs) And and Jim and Hilary, who helped her, thank you very much indeed. Um, We have had some break-ins, I thought I'd mention it at this point, because people might be wondering. How how can it be that we haven't lost much if if we have had some break-ins? We've had six in recent years, two in the last 18 months. Um, We're on the case basically, we've secured things uh, much better, we've got a big safe now uh, where we're we're stowing everything of any value, Uh, we're getting some more security systems put in, the police attend each time and they're uh, doing their best to investigate. But I would like to thank Brian and his team. Every time there is an issue, Brian comes out very quickly. He makes uh, safe the windows that have been damaged and things like that. Uh, So please, would you help me thanking Brian? (laughs) Um, And whilst I'm on a roll on thanking people, I'm hoping I've got a slide somewhere. Maybe. There it is. It's a bit of a reading test, this, isn't it? I I think I blame all of those of you that need thanking, because there's too many of you, and so the font's too small. But what I want to do is thank all of those people in the church that are on a roster, that are welcomers, that do the coffee, that do the flowers, that do the prayers, do the Bible readings, anybody that's actually contributing to the church over and above, which so many of you do. So thank you all very much indeed. Um, finally since I've got the microphone for just a few more seconds uh, the one person that you won't hear thanked otherwise is is John uh, will be thanking lots of people and telling you what's gone on during the year but I would particularly like us to thank John as our vicar and leader of this church it's a busy time right now for the vicar of this church there's a lot going on behind the scenes not least with Will and Sophie leaving uh, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff that we in the pews are not always aware of so would you just join me in thanking Jean? Thank
0: you very much. Thank you. Um, um, I've got a report, and hopefully my uh, slide will come up here. Uh, You've had uh, an opportunity to read the reports. If you haven't as yet, I do really encourage you to read. uh, Mine is sort of the pages three to five. So I'm not going to repeat them uh, at all, but I do encourage you to uh, read them. But I instead want to say something a bit different, two things about cities and a few thank yous. Um, First of all, this is in Acts 19. One night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision. Do not be afraid, keep on speaking, do not be silent, for I am with you and no one is going to attack and harm you because I have many people in this city. So Paul stayed in Corinth for a year and a half, teaching them the word of God. I just read that uh, in the last week and I thought I was perhaps uh, meant to share something about it. Uh, St. Paul was uh, evangelizing everywhere. He was an apostle trying to uh, start churches and share the good news. But the hallmark of his ministry seems that everywhere he went, people would attack him. And there's a catalogue of how much he was beaten up and shipwrecked and stoned and um, just unbelievable. Um, But at this moment, God, in his kindness, spoke to encourage him. And I think maybe God might want to say it to us too. So we've had six break-ins in the last two years two in the last uh, month and it's like you can start getting intimidated but i think these are words for us if you're a follower of jesus don't be afraid keep on speaking talking about jesus don't be silent and god says actually i've got lots of people in this city please people of god don't give way to fear don't be intimidated keep sharing about jesus don't be silent there are people who in the last year you might not know it but have come to faith in our churches god is doing his stuff we don't need to be afraid uh, and that happens because people aren't silent keep sharing your faith that's what i asked you at the very beginning just to talk to your neighbor about what god has done the something of the story of god's kindness and goodness in your life and that story can unlock some hope for other people and there are lots of people right across this city who love jesus every thursday more sorry once a month on a thursday morning we meet in the chapter room behind there lots of uh, christian leaders and we pray for one another and i love to see god's blessing on all the churches so don't be intimidated the second thing in my heart to share about cities is from the Old Testament. It's slightly niche. It's from Numbers 35, which is not a place I find myself too often. But God gives provision, and he says there's six towns, three the side of the river, that will be called cities of refuge, or sometimes called cities of sanctuary. And when I was praying here uh, a few uh, weeks or months ago, um, God dropped this in my heart. God made provision for when things go wrong and there's examples uh, it wasn't murder but there was manslaughter people working in the fields or in a quarry something goes wrong someone dies or is really badly hurt and in those days the avenger of blood which would be the next of kin had the right to come and take the life of the person and thinking actually that's not right it wasn't deliberate and so God in his mercy created cities where can you run to when things have gone really wrong? Where's a safe place when something bad has happened? Places of safety and sanctuary. And I find today there are so many people in deep pain and church is the last place they think they would possibly go because they wouldn't consider it safe. And God has impressed on me that I think St. Francis and Hope Churches are meant to be like these old cities of refuge. Because there's a lot of people, including many Christians, who have hurt other people, or been deeply hurt by others. Usually, it wasn't deliberate, sometimes it is, but usually it's accidental, but the effect is so painful. So, we're called to create places that are kind, where people can find hope and healing. And so I want to encourage you all, please continue to notice people who are new, especially people who are hurting or feeling a sense of failure, because there's lots of us around. And God wants them to find in Him their true home. And we all have a part in making that happen. My prayer is that St. Francis and Hope Churches will be cities of refuge for many people. And finally, something about uh, people. No, As we all know, the church is not a building. It's about people. And I just want to say a huge thank you to these people. Rory's uh, now left our employment, but through the last year, he did a huge amount of great work for us, and we're so grateful. But... um, you, some you might know really well, Mary, Will, and Sophie, obviously, Katie, Jane, mm-hmm. Sophie, Charlie, you might see him occasionally or hear him, and Sarah, who is down at Stratford Subcastle. And I want to encourage you to cherish these people. They, they love you. They, they nurture you. We pray for you, and they serve you uh, in such a committed way. And I personally, whoops speaking slightly too enthusiastically, I'm so grateful to God for having them as uh, uh, colleagues and ministers alongside. Um, Could you just say thank you to these dear good people? (laughs) And then specifically some of the people, just there's so many people serving in so many ways. Uh, Thank you to everyone who serves. So we've got our church wardens and treasurer, who I've mentioned. There's our PCC, our Governing Council of 20 People. And at Hope Church, the Navigation Group, who are like a subgroup helping coordinate and work out and plan. There's those who care for and beautify our buildings in so many ways. Um, There are those who preach and pray and read and welcome and lead. There are so many roles. If you're not on a rota... Well done for escaping that, but we'd love your gifts to be used. There are our life groups, uh, formerly known as home groups, but where we're sharing life together. For those who host, lots of the groups travel around, and those who lead them. There's all who make music. Um, So at Hope, uh, Susan overseeing the choir, and Nicola, and then uh, a range of people at 11 o'clock. We're so grateful for that. It's such a, a beautiful thing. And then those who lead children and young people. That's, of course, on a Sunday, but it's way bigger than that. It's about life midweek. Um, everyone on a rotor. Give me a wave if you're on a rotor somewhere. Look at that sea of hands. And sorry, hands down, I suddenly f- see a panicked look of shame on some faces. If you're not, it's not too late, you could get on. And and finally, all who give. And there's so many different ways of giving. There's giving money. You see, the the turnover is about a quarter of a million pounds a year. We've broken even, thank God. But people are giving very generously. If you aren't currently giving, I'd love you in Christ. I'd encourage you to think about how you could give. Those who care midweek, going into schools, there's a whole range of, into our care homes. There's all sorts of ministry there, those who pray uh, and those who love. Don't be afraid, keep on speaking, don't be silent. God has many people across this city. May our churches be cities of refuge and sanctuary and thank you everyone for your ministry which is so needed and wanted. I'm going to hand over now to Will, who's going to share from Hope Church and clickers up here. Great. Thank
3: you, Sean. Good morning. so good to be with you all. Um, Yeah, those of you, if you don't know, I'm Will, and myself and Sophie, my wife, have been um, down on Old Sermon Longhedge leading Hope Church for the last uh, three years. Um, What to say? Yeah, the last year has been a really great year. Another one. There's so much to celebrate. Um, Messy Church uh, continues to do wonderful things under the oversight of Joy Wilkinson. We also started Hope Youth, which is a home group for some of our young people, all thanks to Sophie Stokes. Alongside the youth, Hope Kids is some of the best part of my job, genuinely, to see their excitement, to have their heckles, Ellie Mae Futcher particularly is a favor of mine. Um, But their excitement for church, their curiosity for God, and their growing faith has been such a gift and a privilege. I could go on. There's lots of things to list, but read the report. Really, I just want to say a few things this morning, similarly enough to Jean, actually. I was praying a little bit about this morning. It's almost as if there is a God that's trying to speak to us. There you go. Firstly, just thank you, Um, not just for the last year, but for the last seven years years we've come a long way since seven years ago um i don't remember specifics but i do remember sort of a vague impression sat in one of our our home groups um at the home group there was april hall april has if you know her has such an incredible faith Um, she exudes this sort of unshakable trust in him um, and this sort of sense of steadfastness that god would pull through whether it's the smallest things or the most impossible things um and the Wilkinsons and their sacrifice and service and joy, her loving kindness, particularly in her creativity. Um, We were amazed and still are to this day at her ability to create food, crafts, activities, um, that tangibly communicate God's love and Bible stories to people. If you've watched, uh, it's not on anymore, but Ready, Steady, Cook, you know the contestants bring some random ingredients and give them to the professional chefs. I reckon if you brought Joy three random ingredients, a toilet roll, a button, and some Pritstick, stick, she could retell and recreate the whole creation story easily. She is amazing. Um, the Filtnesses, Jean Filtness, and her sort of matriarchal and calming presence, her servant-hearted attitude and creativity... Now, I pause at the moment because I can't see his, He would hate me doing this, but Peter Filtness, I do have one specific, there he is, I'm sorry to draw attention to you, I do have one specific memory, and I was sat in this home group, and we were talking about the Gospel of John, and I remember Peter Filtness telling me how I my understanding of the, the farewell discourses in John's Gospel was slightly misguided, and then proceeded to unpack how we are actually to understand John 17. Thank you, Peter. Um, But honestly, we're so grateful for you too, for your wisdom and support and your steadfast faith. And for the Rendles who joined shortly after, for their companionship, their honesty, willingness to get stuck in, and their evergreen support. And of course, all of those that took the leap, that took the risk three years ago to join us on the adventure. We've come a long way in the last three years too. So thank you, thank you to all of you that have been involved in Hope for the last few years. You've been some of the best companions we could have asked for, and so often it's been your faith, your courage, your questions and prayers that have led and inspired Sophie and I. And as we stand here and reflect back, but also look before us, we're so grateful for God, for his provision and his faithfulness through it all. And of course, thank you to Jean and the team that support us diligently with their prayers and their care and meetings. Thank you so much secondly like i said as i was thinking about this morning and, and what to say i just had a simple sort of word i think god was wanting to sort of press on us as a church a wider church family the hope of the world is jesus you've probably heard it before but it's good to be remembered to be reminded the hope of the world is in jesus not our own efforts not our own sweat or toil not our own knowledge eloquence our own good, uh, goodness or our ability to love or to care even our own kindness, it's in Him. And anything other, anything less, is a mirage. You see, if we want hope, we won't find it in ourselves. If we want our streets and our schools, our places of work, if we want our neighborhoods, if we want our city of Salisbury and our nation to be all that it can be, if we want to pursue and go for love and compassion and hope and equality, justice, peace, all those good and beautiful things of the kingdom. First, we must pursue Jesus, the King. In this cultural moment, the church, you probably realize, is becoming increasingly marginalized and pushed to the sides, in some places being dismissed. And the temptation is that for us as the church, we then just become sort of pseudo-social workers or care workers, counselors, community workers, activists, who leave Jesus at the door, who hide our faith, relegate him to a Sunday, or privatize the gospel. And I think the world is asking for us in this moment, they want the kingdom, but they don't want the king. And it's our job as the church to show them, to show those around us, that you can't have community without commitment, that you can't have justice without truth, and you can't have reconciliation without repentance, and ultimately you can't have the kingdom without the king. You can't have hope without Jesus. The kingdom is nothing without the king. And this leads me to my final point. You can do far more with 12 disciples than you can with 1,200 church attenders or religious consumers. With a handful of people who follow the king, incredible things can and will be done. And with the amazing people at Hope and Here, your prayers and your support, there's so much, so much to look forward to. Leaving, obviously, will be incredibly hard. I think we've been in Salisbury um, nine years and we've been working St. Francis for seven or maybe slightly over, and it's going to be difficult. However, it's made that a little bit easier because we know that these incredible people at Hope Church know and love the King, and they will continue to follow him and not lose sight of him and, and all that he's calling hope into. It's been such, such a gift and such a privilege to be part of that extended family and journey with those people, and now to sort of entrust them to hand it over we have every confidence because they love and know the king so to all those families those individuals over the years whether from the start that have lived with us that took a a risk a few years ago and joined us to be part of the church all of those that have served so sacrificially and supported us thank you it's because of you all of you that we have hope in both senses of the words so Thank you, there's so much to look forward to. When we follow the King, we take risks, and we trust him. Thank you.
0: Spoiler alert, we're gonna say thank you to you at the end of, uh, of, of this service. Um, at the annual meeting, it is an opportunity, if people have questions or things they just want to say, that's part of having an annual meeting. And I've asked Chris, in case you want to be rude about me, to, to chair this bit. So Chris, if, you've, uh, if you'd come forward, just, uh, so if you have got something you want to say, this is your chance.
2: The floor is yours, as they say. But lunch awaits. I'm just, just mentioning that. <laughs> um, We've got a roving mic if anybody wants to, uh, to talk into the mic. Hi, Mary. Is it on? On? Yeah.
4: Right, part of our hope and the outworking of our faith is service. And if you look at many parts of the world, how lucky we are. I know we have industrial unrest, et etc., et cetera, cost of living. But compared with so many parts of the developing world, we are so fortunate. This year, Christian Aid is hoping to raise money to alleviate famine in Africa. And with those wretched generals in Sudan, um, the prospect of more areas going into chaos is um, increasing. And you can see that some of us are not quite as spry as we were, but we feel so passionately about Christian Aid that we want you to come along and help us. We have... A very good bond, a very good group of um, collectors. But we do need more. Because some of us, as you can see, are getting or have got ancient. And uh, that's a fact of life. So I'm hoping very much that some of you will come and see me after this and volunteer to do a road. You can do it two ways. You can deliver envelopes and collect them. You can deliver envelopes and provide a place where... um, The envelopes can be left, or we can give you the address of um, contacting Christian Aid by phone and making a direct debit. This really is a turning point for us, because some of us are getting more and more decrepit, and we now want the younger generation to step up and help. Okay? Oh, and perhaps someone from Hope Church would like to take a bucket. I know you can't do home collections there, but it would be helpful if someone would take a bucket and rattle it so we get a bit from you as well. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
0: So not often you get a clap for asking people for money. Well done there. <laughs> Anyone else like to ask anything?
2: Any more for any more. Great, I'll slide away. Thank okay. you.
0: Thank you. I've asked uh, Jean Filtness, who's been referred to already, to, uh, to lead us into some intercessions in our prayers. There's the world in all its needs, but there's also what's going on for us. So thank you, Jean. Good.
5: Let us pray. These are some prayers about turbulence. Jesus said, what is impossible for man is possible for God. So we can bring all sorts to him in prayer, in confidence that he can do the impossible for us. We pray first of all for the world. It's hard to think of the world at the moment, so war-torn and beset by all the problems posed by climate change. But you, O Lord, are the Creator. You made this beautiful world for us, your children, to look after and enjoy. And it is a beautiful world if we only take the time to really look at it. You know what we need to do to solve our many problems. And so we ask you, Lord, to guide our leaders, our rulers. Our politicians to seek your wisdom about what to do with our world how to end the dreadful wars in the Ukraine and Sudan and how to restore our planet to health and stability unblock their ears Lord that they may hear your voice speaking clearly the world so needs your wisdom today Lord, in your mercy, Here are. we think now of Salisbury. Salisbury too has had its share of problems and turbulence over the past few years. And we give you thanks, Lord, for our civic leaders and for all those who work in the police, ambulance and fire services for all the hard and dangerous work they do We thank you also for the street pastors and the important contribution they make to ensure that the streets of Salisbury are safe at night. We ask for your help about a resolution to the issues leading to the current public sector strikes. And we ask you to help and guide us to make our own contributions to the life of our city And our community according to your will Lord in your mercy and we now bring to you our church which is also grappling with difficult and divisive issues at this time again Lord we ask for our church leaders to have wisdom so that ways may be found to bring peace and unity to your church At a local level we ask you to bless our deanery synod our pcc and the hope navigation group that they too may make wise and prayerful decisions in particular we ask for the means and the wisdom to find and appoint a new leader or leaders for hope church and we pray For you to make us mirrors of Jesus, loving and faithful servants, providing a safe haven within your church for those in need of comfort and sanctuary from the turbulence of the world outside. Lord, in your mercy. Finally, at a personal level, turbulence has affected us all perhaps through the loss of loved ones, through illness, through hardship. We ask you to enfold all those who suffer and mourn in your loving arms, that they may know your spirit working within them. And we ask that we be good neighbors to those in need, looking always to you to guide us in what we do and say to help. Lord, in your mercy, accept these prayers for the sake of your son jesus christ our lord amen
0: thank you Jean. and let's uh, join in the prayer that jesus taught us the modern version our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as in heaven give us today our daily bread Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We're going to uh, have our final song, and then uh, just a few notices. They're really not too long, but uh, if you can hang around just for that. So uh, we're going to sing our final song. What's that going to be, Rory? Our last song. Oh, in Christ Alone. Yeah. like this one. It's like we've planned it.
6: Brilliant. If you can stand if you're able, and let's uh, continue our worship together. Fight for every sin on him was laid here in the death of Christ I stand. there in the ground his body lay light of the world by darkness slay then No scheme of man can ever pluck me from his hand. Till he returns or calls me home, here in the power of Christ I'll stand.
0: Thanks so much to the band. Do please take your places just for some brief notices before the blessing First of all I'm sure you might remember, straight after this service, well two things, if the members of the PCC newly elected, if every member of the PCC could come up here, we will have a 30 second meeting to appoint our officers, uh, such as who's going to be the Treasurer. I'm thinking that's going to be a short decision. So um, very short decision, do come up, we've got a picnic in here. If you haven't brought your food, there may be a Christian who's willing to share, or there's a co-op across the road. So either way, or you could be fasting, but do stay for refreshments. Um, I think the only other notice is that uh, you may know there's something happening in our uh, country next Saturday, and um, Mary's going to be here. I mean, she actually announced last week that the coronation would be in here. I think what she meant was that it would be streamed in here. Uh, I don't think they've changed the venue. So if you want to come any after 10 o'clock, uh, we'll be projecting it and party atmosphere, but also praying for the new king. Uh, bring your lunch, bring and share. Dress code, she says, Westminster Abbey Finery. So bring your, your ermine. Uh, if you want. But do please let Mary know today. I'm sure you will. Mary, would you just stand? So uh, do speak to Mary if you want to come. Bring a friend. Uh, Of course, you're very welcome. Um, Today is also... There are lots of people who serve in lots of important and helpful ways in our church, but Di Webb has a birthday today. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear darling. Happy birthday to you. Thank you so much.
4: Yeah, it was a total surprise. A total surprise. I sort of forget birthdays, really, but not... We've got got the family coming in for lunchtime, so we'll be scootling off after, but this is lovely. No, you've got to
0: bring them here. (laughs) (laughs) So Di helps in the office with uh, Jane. If you feel you've got gifts that are not being used by the church, but you're willing to serve, we might not know about it. Do please let us know. Um, We'd really love to have your gifts. Uh, And finally, I want to say thank you, of course, to Will and Sophie. they've been on a really long journey for their own lives, quite a lot. They have multiplied as a family since they've been here. Now, on their last Sunday, I'm sure there'll be a proper send-off just at Hope Church, but as this is the last time they're going to be here, we did want to say a huge thank you to them for their ministry um, in all sorts of ways. Ministry is it's costly, it's painful, and yet it's amazing, it's great fun on a good day. And so we want to say thank you to them. Would, um, would you perhaps guys come forward? So, these are for you. Will's read enough books, I think. He's, he's done a lot of reading. Done lots of studies. But there's do you want to see what these Thanks. gifts are? are you yeah, yeah. Do you, do you speak into the mic?
3: Um, rules for reverence. It's going to be helpful for you. Um, f- field guide to the English clergy. Again, <laughs> definitely going to need that one. And then ooh, lighting the beacons, kindling the, f- the flame of faith in our hearts. Thank and you, It's very
0: kind. There's two quite witty books and a serious book, although I, th- I do thank Jane for her um, uh, choosing those. Um, this is also uh, With Our Love, uh, There's Money enclosed. Do Not Drop or Lose This. Shall I trust that with you? Do you want to say, uh, we're, we're just so grateful for having been partners in the gospel. Would you extend a hand If you're right-handed, it should be your right hand. Whichever is your stronger, let's bless them. Father, thank you for this family. Thank you for all that you've done in them and through them. Thank you for the way they model following you and being pioneers and people generating and creating hope for others. And we pray that uh, all that they've done will continue to bear fruit at Old Sarum and Long Hedge. But we also especially pray for them as... They uh, prepare to move, uh, and we pray that you will, uh, indeed, as you promised Jesus, prepare a place for them uh, in Blandford Forum, that that's going to be a place of great fruitfulness, of joy, of, of development, of, of finding exactly what the next phase of your call on their lives looks like. So, Lord, bless them, uphold them, and uh, we thank you for them. May they hear from you, may they have direction, and may they be able to pour hope and life and the good news of jesus into lots of other lives in the weeks and months ahead in jesus name amen, amen. Did you want to say anything or say it? No, yeah just
3: yeah just thank you so much thank you for um supporting us from, from up here and just sending us off and All those that have been part of it's just such a blessing. Those who helped in that first year, those who've kind of stayed with us the whole time. We, yeah, we're just really thankful. We've loved doing it. We're going to miss um, Hope Church massively. Um, But yeah, we know that God's got it and it's going to be an amazing journey um, for everyone else from here on out. So yeah, but thank you.
0: I will just mention one other notice next Sunday we've got a 9:30 communion in here but we won't have an 11 o'clock because we're hoping you're all meeting up with your neighbors and and blessing um, networks uh, across the city uh, let's ask for God's blessing on all of us God the Holy Trinity make you strong in faith and love defend you on every side and guide you in truth and peace And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. So, um, Jane, for for eating, what should people... Sorry, is that... I know you hate me doing this, sorry.
5: (laughs) It would be great. Um, There are teas and coffees now, so do help yourselves. There are people who will get whatever you need, I'm sure. It would be great if I could have some people to get rid of the the, um, chairs at the back and move some across so we can get some tables out for picnics. Please. Thank you.
0: And if you're sitting on one of the folding chairs, if you could perhaps put them onto that side of the room, that would also be... Fantastically helpful. 30 second PCC meeting. If you're on the PCC, could you?